Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Not Good in title and quality. Um, yeah, welcome back to uh, the show that critics are calling. I will literally listen to anything else than this show. Uh, but anyways, welcome to the show. We're doing two podcasts this week, which is not going to be the typical or the norm. Uh, we'll do at least one per week. That's my goal. But um, And we'll start off right now. This is the checking in segment. So a little bit of backstory. We're doing, like I said, two episodes this week. Um, the one that you heard, if you heard it in order, the one that is the first episode or what I'm kind of calling the first episode, um, essentially is, but... I've basically been doing versions of this podcast for about a year and a half, two years possibly, um, and uh, just kind of learning how to do it. And then, you know, I got sidetracked a little bit with work, uh, but then COVID happened. Yay, co- COVID. Uh, <clears throat> but, um, you know, everyone was uh, given a lot of time. And so that was, you know, time for me to figure out how to do a podcast and go about uh you know, not only creating it, but also then uh, presenting and posting it. So that was that whole process. And so there are a few episodes that I've done in that period in the last little bit. And I think that first episode um, that is number one was recorded, you know, I think I want to say four or five months ago. I was so young. Um, But uh, but yeah, so this this one, you know, I'd like to stay as current as possible. And so that's why I was like, well, we'll drop a second episode that's actually got, you know, current stories and um, and and things like that. So it's a little bit that's the kind of goal of the podcast. But anyways, yeah. So uh, is everyone asleep now? <laughs> Excuse me. Talk about uh, pointless backstory. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, now you know what to expect for the rest of the show is just uh, meaningless stories like that. But, um, yeah, so starting in, you know, and starting off with checking in, we're recording now in, um, and I say we, it's just me, by my lonesome, got my cup of coffee here. I'm here with all my friends, just me. Uh, But, yeah, so recording here in uh, wonderful Minneapolis, Minnesota, Um, and so doing that, it's... uh, you know, I hate to start talking about weather. It's usually you don't talk about weather until that you're completely, um, you can't find any other topics to talk about. You notice that when you're talking with someone, that's usually the last resort is the weather conversation. Um, but uh, today was 63 degrees, which is the highest it'll be this whole month, and this is April, which is not bad. I'm not complaining. But um, but definitely compared to, I kind of bounce around between here and California, and California is just always usually at least 70 and no clouds in the sky. But uh, And then when it rains, everyone freaks out. But uh, anyways, yeah, so as I was saying, it's, you know, COVID has happened, and I, you know, I won't dwell on that too much during the show, but it's, you know, as things are opening up and people are getting more comfortable going out and about... And me too, I'm definitely kind of slow to the game of getting back out. I mean, I, I still am doing things like uh, um, the Zoom dance parties. There's certain uh, websites and stuff like that that, that do that, where th- that's usually my Friday and Saturday night, is I get online with a bunch of strangers and Zoom, and it's like an 80s-themed dance party, and you literally have your camera on with all these other people, and you're just Zooming and dancing. 
And every every time I do that, I'm just knowing that that footage is going to somehow make its way to my bosses and my coworkers. And it's just like, ah, this is this is the end. This is the end of 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 any job ever. Never employable again. Um, but uh, but yeah. So there you go. That's um, you know, I'm getting more comfortable though. Just taking baby steps, going out, doing the outdoors thing, and I got my first shot. Did a little bit of the uh, Moderna, so I have the second shot in a couple weeks. So that's good. That's something. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. So this is this first segment. This checking in segment is also a little bit of a you know audio diary too. And uh, not to get too sad, but, uh, you know, somebody, it, it, you know, somebody in my family passed. It was my uncle Jim. And so he passed away recently. So we had a celebration this past week of his life. Um, and that was one of the first public outings that I went to as well. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know, I, I wanted to go so bad um, that the situation of COVID and all that was you make exceptions sometimes and rationalizations. And that was one of them, but yeah, what can I say? My uncle Jim was a great guy, super funny. One of the funniest people I've ever met his timing. He had one liners that were just, uh, you know, on par with, with whoever your favorite comedian is. He could, I bet you he could have him beat. Um, but yeah, so great guy. And so in memory of him, I'm going to dedicate this podcast episode, um, to him because he never heard any of this and I think he, he actually would like it so there you go this is for you Uncle Jim All right, so let's move into movies. We'll do some movie reviews. Um, so like I said, I've been you know dipping my toes back into uh, society um, and going to movies again. So the movie theaters you know are about 40% capacity, which is, is good. And I see them, they've been good. AMC's been good, and there's been a couple other ones um, nearby that have... Uh, they take it super seriously. So they're washing and spraying everything down with disinfectant after every single show. And I love that. And, uh, and you know, like I said, not a ton of people in there, which actually, you know, maybe it's just the illusion of safety. It's kind of like what the um, Delta Airlines, right, where they have the middle seat gone. But it's like, how much is that really helping? But in your mind, you're like, it's completely saving me from COVID. Um, but yeah, so anyways, movies, let's talk about them. So I've been going in and seeing some, I saw nobody, which is Bob Odenkirk and it's the creators and filmmakers of the John wick trilogy. And, um, and it's Bob Odenkirk in place of the John wick character. And it's funny. I've been seeing reviews that have said, you know, it's like John wick, except for, a normal everyday guy. But the thing is, is I'm going to have a little bit of a movie nerd rage moment. Um, I have certain nerd rage triggers that happen. You'll probably see those from time to time or hear those from time to time. 
But people will say, yeah, it's John Wick except for a normal everyday guy. In the sense of, yeah, Bob Odenkirk, the actor, is not a normal action figure, sure. But um, in his character in the movie is a guy that's got this full military background. So it makes sense in the movie. Um, so that's my one kind of caveat of that. Caveat or caveat? Uh, but uh, yeah, great movie. Um, I love it. I'll give it three and a half out of four John Wicks. That's nobody with uh, Bob Odenkirk. That's a good one. Um, let's see. What else did I see in theaters? Saw a horror movie last night that I actually really loved. Um, and uh, loved it so much I can't remember the title of it. Um but uh, let's see, what was it? It was In the Earth, because I was going to say From the Earth. But In the Earth. Um, and now here's the thing. It's a horror movie about a, about a pandemic. <laughs> so uh, I was even like, I asked my dad, do you want to go see this movie? And he's like, uh, I, I live this movie every day. I don't want to go see it. And so for a lot of people, I bet you that's going to kind of kind of cut down on them wanting to go see it. And I completely understand. But if you muster up the strength and, uh, you know, just wanting to do it, it's, there's a huge payoff and it's great. It's, um, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's basically two scientists trying to find another scientist that is in the woods, in these deep woods somewhere looking for a cure for the pandemic. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out. I'm a big fan of that movie. Um, so there you go with that. Those are two current movies. Also, I saw the documentary The Last Blockbuster, which is great. And it's about the final blockbuster. This is on Netflix. Check that one out. It just brought back total nostalgic memories of me working at a video store. I worked at this place called Movie Gallery. And I have some of my favorite moments. We had an adult section. They talk about that. Like Blockbuster didn't, but some, you know, some video rental stores did. And the one I worked at did. And I remember a little little kid running back in there and no one could stop him. And he, he goes back there and then you just, it takes a, it takes a couple of moments and then you just hear him crying because <laughs> he saw something on one of the covers. And it was just like, nope, I'm out of here. And then ran out screaming and crying. Um, the other thing about that is I would visually if someone rented from that section, I would visually try to remember their face and what they rented so that when I ran into them out in public, because it's such a, you know, a small-ish area, um, I would just know. I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't call them out. I wouldn't be that guy. But I'd know in my head. I'd know what you rented. All right, now we'll move to the advice section of the podcast. Um, let's see, we got some good ones this week. One, a woman in her 40s was talking about how she has some coworkers that she refers to as mean girls. They're these young girls that just kind of, um, they just pick apart 
all these people and they're just very gossipy. You know, we all know these people and have people like this in our lives and at our workplaces. And so this woman said that one day she was in the restroom and they were in the restroom. They didn't know she was in there. You already see where this is going. And the coworkers referred to her as a lunch lady. And <laughs> and tr- I, I, this is why I would be a bad if um, a bad therapist. Because if people like referred to me or referred to a story and said like that, you know, that someone called me a lunch lady, I feel like I just would laugh, like I just did. But it's uh, it's one of those things where I could see how in the moment you would feel bad. Um, I remember actually, I just thought about this. I was at work at a job and uh, we were going to do something that involved the 90s. And I was like, oh, I love uh, I love the 90s. And somebody to my face pointed at me up and down and goes, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> I feel like I'm in rest development in that way, like uh, in a lot of ways, in most ways. But that specifically, for sure, I dress like I did th- back when I grew up. Um, but, uh, but that was cool because at least that was to my face. You know what I mean? This happened to this woman behind her back. I'd say, you know, she wanted to know if she should confront them. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people have that gut reaction of like, yeah, we call call them out on, on that because they shouldn't be hurtful and all that. If you can do it in a funny way, maybe so that it's not like awkward and weird. But otherwise, I'd say let it go. People are people have, you know, people are going to point out physical differences all the time. That's just the way people are. Uh, don't let it bother you. If it gets out of hand, then you got to do something. But Otherwise, if it's just this one and done thing, I'd say just, you know, try to be the bigger person. Um, But let's see. Okay, another one is uh, a woman is (laughs) upset at her husband because he only does half the work when washing dishes. And what she means by that is she'll he'll take him out of the, you know, dishwasher, dry him and then set him down on the counter and then walk away, but not put the dishes away. So she wants to know what she should do. I mean, you got to just call him out on that. That one you got to call out. And it's it's your husband. You know what I mean? You have this whole history. Um, it's one of those things you're not, you know, obviously you want to not rip him apart. You want to be cognizant of his feelings for sure. But listen, it's dishes, you know, give him give him a hard time and uh, and and he'll learn. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's all it is to it. I feel, and I say this all the time when it comes to these questions. It's uh, it's communication is the biggest answer to a lot of these. Uh, one man uh, wrote in that he doesn't. He got into this habit of he'd always rub his wife's foot, and now she just expects it and doesn't say thank you or anything like that. So um, wants to know what he should do. And I think, again, too, I, I use humor a lot. So I'd say if you stop in a playful way for a day or so, she's going to be like, wait, what? No foot rubs anymore? Like, she'll notice. She'll notice. And it's it's just one of those things where then you can kind of joke around about, about that um, because you just don't feel appreciated. And then you can say that, too. It's a good kind of launching pad into, you know, your serious statement.
right, let's get into some TV. Love television. You ever heard of it? Um, so obviously because of COVID, you know, I'd like to say, oh, that's, you know, because of COVID, I had to watch so much. I've been, you know, I've been saddled with the endless chore of watching so much TV. But I mean, no, I watched probably this. Uh, I don't want to say the same amount, but it was pretty close. I just watch a lot of TV in general. And uh, there's so much good stuff out there right now. Um, let's just start with Amazon Prime. You got the Robert Kirkman animated show, Invincible. This is, cannot recommend this enough. Um, the very first episode, the pilot episode, is one of those ones, watch it, and you might have this urge of like, you know, it's about superheroes. And there's this family dynamic between this, uh, you know, almost like a Superman-esque character. And he's training his son. The son really wants to be like his dad. So you have this great father-son you know, relationship and story. And it's one of those things where it's this heartwarming tale and you're just like, oh, this is kind of like a, is this like a family TV show, family sitcom-esque, you know? But it's, uh, stick with it because it, I could see how some people might be like, this is not what I was expecting. Well, believe me, it turns quick. And um, I think we're on six or seven episodes of it now. And they do the boys model where they, um, well, actually, yeah, I think they did that too, where they dropped the first three, so you got hooked, and then it was just one per week, where they ration it out. But yeah, highly recommend that. Robert Kirkman, um, just a great voice cast too. J.K. Simmons, um, yeah, awesome. Uh, let's see, Louder Milk is a great show, uh, Fairly Brothers, and it's funny because it was kind of in deep, deep cable. And then it was for Sony, and then that channel went away, and um, they kind of had their own little, the show was kind of just hidden there. They had their own little section, um, and I could never see it. I didn't I didn't have that channel. And then that went away, and Prime bought it, and so they put out the first two seasons, and they're going to put out the third. So I binge-watched uh, the first two, and really do love both of those, so I can highly recommend both seasons of Louder Milk. Um, and it is, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's not, it's not super PC. Just know that going into it, um, which is admirable in this day and age to still do that. I mean, it's fairly brothers humor. So, you know, it's the something about Mary, um, and, uh, me, myself and Irene esque humor. Um, but now, so very interesting. Uh, another one is mayor of Easttown, which premiered this past week. Um, great show. Uh, that's got Kate Winslet and it's one of those, she's a detective of this town and, um, it's very much, I kind of get the, what did I, what did I uh, describe it as the Northern exposure almost like every character is super quirky. Um, and, and she's a detective. So there is a, a pretty brutal crime and it kind of, it takes you, out of this small town feel and it gets very real very quick and there is this kind of like there is a creepy ominous vibe throughout it but it's not it's you just get very much of this funny quirky sensibility at least that's what i got um but very interesting i'm, I'm excited to see where that show uh goes it's just another 
right. Take a little sip of my coffee here. I don't really drink like that, but uh, isn't that the worst, though? Especially in a movie theater. It's funny, too, because going into movies again, that's still there. And it's like now it's more noticeable because it's just you and two other people in the movie theater. So anytime someone eats some popcorn, it's like the most noticeable thing. It like hurt, it hurts your ears. It's like that shouldn't that sound shouldn't hurt my ears. It must just so quiet in there. Um, but any any whoozle, um, let's go to comic books. So huge comic book nerd. This is some stuff that you can check out this week that came out or the past week. Um, Ha Ha is this comic book. It's a, I guess you'd kind of, you'd classify it as a horror, horror clown anthology series. <laughs> How are you not buying all these issues immediately after you heard me say that? Um, if you did, I wouldn't blame you because it's, it's really well written by W. Maxwell Prince. Um, he also wrote and currently writes a series called Ice Cream Man. And that's another horror comic and anthology series. Um, yeah, can't recommend both those, uh, both those series and both those books enough. Just really good standalone stories, um, and you know, creepy, and also has a, has great points and and can be touching at times too, which you don't even see coming. Uh, but that's really awesome. And then the difference too is that with the Haha series. So they're, they're doing things where they have, for each issue, they have a different artist. So Maxwell Prince is still writing each issue, but a different artist doing it. So that's a nice little flavor with each issue. It's just a little bit different. So this one that just came out, number four, is Patrick Horvath uh, was the artist on that one. It's really great artwork. Uh, so highly recommend both of those. Uh, for, you know... I cover this all the time, but I am a DC guy and Catwoman number 30 just came out. And I was thinking about this. This is one of those things where I feel like I've been with it for the entire relaunch of this. So it's 30 issues and I think all of them have been really solid. I don't think there's been like a big stinker that I can think of. And it's one of those ones. I remember my dad reading Catwoman when I was a kid and he'd take me to the comic book store and stuff like that. So there was that nostalgic thing of like, oh, I'm going to check out Catwoman. Um, but then really like the writing and the artwork is all super strong in it. So definitely, definitely check that out. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, yes. Elliot Rahal, who's actually um, Minnesota, Minnesota boy, uh, wrote Knock 'em Dead. And so that is pretty good. Uh, Pretty good comic book and another one to check out. Um, and he wrote uh, Quantum and Woody. And then I think I first heard about him on Hot Lunch Special. And that was really good. But Knock Him Dead, I wanted to talk to you guys about this because it was kind of interesting. He described it. He described the finished pro- product as, because it's essentially, it's a supernatural horror based in the early days of a comedy career which is kind of kind of interesting. The writer, that Ray Hall, he said that it's about fame, family, and addiction. Um, it's about a stand-up comedian and the grind of trying to make it and the mistakes you make um, and the people you hurt along the way, which is interesting and also dis- or interesting. And he also described it as the king of comedy meets the Frighteners. That would be his pitch line. 
So there you go. That is comic books for the week. And finally, let's get into some random news of the week. So let's see, what should we start with? Let's start with, okay. So we have Mother's Day coming up right around the corner. Um, And so they had an interesting article about Mother's Day, which was some random facts. So overall, 54% of women, allegedly, uh, have bought themselves a Mother's Day gift. So that includes around 40% of moms and 10% of non-moms. Interesting. You know, sometimes I don't I don't totally disagree with that too. On Valentine's Day, I remember there's been times when I haven't been with somebody and I'll just buy a bunch of sad candy and it makes me feel a little better. And then, you know, when I come to out of my sugar coma and I look at how much I ate, um, then I'm disgusted with myself again. But that's okay. That's the cycle that some of us live in. Um, let's see. 68% of women have bought themselves a gift for some sort of holiday or special occasion. Uh, yep, that's exactly what I, uh, I kind of uh, alluded to. It says top our birthdays, Christmas, and Valentine's Day. Um, I get that. Uh, this also, this is interesting. 47% have bought a gift for someone else to give back to them. I haven't done that. I can say... A thousand percent. I've never done that. Um, that's uh, what's that conversation like? I'm going to buy a bunch of comic books, give them to you, and have you surprise me with it some week. I guess if it was like, okay, I'll I'll give you this present, and then you have between now and a couple months to surprise me randomly with it, and then you don't know when it's going. to But even then, that's just, I don't know. Is that sad? And I'm usually I'm very sad. So that seems like that should be up my alley, but it's not. Um, All right, so there you go. That's that. And then moving on from there, let's talk about a little online dating. So some people asked, were asked to name things in dating profiles that are immediate turnoffs. These are the top seven. One is having no bio at all. This basically just ruins your chances this article is saying because people don't know how to even start a conversation or they don't know your likes or dislikes or any, any kind of common ground. Um, I could understand that. Uh, second one is that uh, people listing requirements having to do with height and weight. Um, yeah, I completely, I remember the, the days, the online dating days, and it would always be people saying, you know, you have to be um, six feet, at least six feet. It's like, ah, Okay, well, I have no chance because I'm five negative ten feet, um, but that's okay. Uh, another one, one here, number three is the line "Don't waste my time." I do remember seeing that, um, and it's just like comes off as super aggressive and as if they're you know they're already annoyed. Uh, number four is photos where you're flipping off the camera. I don't know if I've 
if I'd recognize that. I, I guess that must be a current trend. Um, that would be kind of uh, like, who, what are you, a tough guy? Trying to be a tough guy? Uh, number five is long rants about the type of person you don't want to date. Again, yeah, that makes sense. It's just very negative. You want to try to twist that into some kind of positive thing. Uh, cliches, of course, like I'm fluent in sarcasm. I don't like drama or I'm looking for a partner in crime. Um, I can see that being, and actually six and seven are very similar. They're just the, it's the two common things. You know what I mean? They're, they're the stuff that's kind of overplayed. Like uh, number seven was quotes from the show, The Office, and anything else that's super mainstream. I agree. That is a is a big turnoff. If, and usually if, if there's a show or a book or something that everybody loves, it makes me not like it from the beginning. And then I have to try to learn to like it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just how I'm built. All right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the podcast for the week. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. If you have any questions or if you have any, if you have any advice questions, um, we want that answered in a future podcast. Feel free to reach out to notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. Thanks again, as always, to Nalo for the music this week and the unis as well. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in a week. I love you. Yeah.